Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, everyone, and welcome inside Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Bob Pompiani with you. John Bridge, the producer extraordinaire behind the glass. Call him at 412-928-9370. That also is the number of the Edgar Snyder & Associates fan text line, 412-928-9370. Edgar Snyder & Associates reminds you to text responsibly. You can also tweet me, at KD Pomp. We have so much to get into, but before I do, I just want to give a shout-out to the good people of the Arthritis Foundation of Pittsburgh. We had a charity walk this morning trying to raise funds, and the message I want to get out there is for people who believe that's a stereotypical disease and just something that affects young people, well, we had a lot of young people, or old people, there were a lot of young people there today who have suffered from it, including 10-year-old Ava Miller, who was outstanding in her little speech to tell people what she's dealt with, very mature beyond her years. But it is something that can affect anybody at any time. They're trying to raise money for a cure. So if you have the time, check out Arthritis Foundation and see what you can do to help, because it does affect just about everybody as your life progresses, but it does affect young people as well. 412-928-9370 is the number. I'm here till 1250 taking your calls. There's a lot to get into today. Of course, the Pirates. And since I do a Saturday show, I go back for the entire week. Anything that happened over the course of the week, it's certainly interesting to talk about. Uh, and what we saw this week was the emergence of Joe Musgrove as a almost cult figure in town. And I got to say that I was when I was watching that game, I was encouraged to see a lot of things. Number one, a guy with six pitches who can pitch, and hopefully that continues. They need that, certainly. Uh, number two, I saw a guy who knows how to bunt and run after he bunts. I love that. Run. Put some pressure on the opposition. To me, it's inexcusable for these major leaguers or anyone not to run. You're being paid a lot of money. Run. You never know what can happen. Force a throw in the dirt because a guy's rushed. It's inexcusable, and it goes on everywhere. And with every team – in every division. So kudos to Joe Musgrove for running. That sounds so simple, but it's true. And then sliding into second base with authority. Again, how many pitchers do you know who will do that to try to break up a double play and then stare down Javier Baez? I like it. I like the edge that he brought, and hopefully that continues. Joe Musgrove, so far 14 innings, one run allowed, and some moxie to go with that. Always appreciate the moxie. But the Pirates have had their issue closing out games. We saw that this week. And I blame Hurdle as much as I blame Vasquez for the bottom of the ninth in St. Louis on uh, Thursday night. Because normally three days in a row is a lot for a closer to get in there. Second of all, he was dealing with something that had needed an MRI at one point. Third, he had other people to go to at that point. So that leads to the question, and Josh Taylor brought this up today, and I like the to- the, co- the topic here. Uh, if Vasquez, for whatever reason, cannot close, who is your closer right now? There are not a lot of options on there. Vasquez leads Major League Baseball in blown saves. Tony Watson last year had five before they traded him. Vasquez already has four. He was better as Felipe Rivero, but he changed his name, and something changed with it. Kyle Crick has been pitching okay. 
I wouldn't mind him to see what he can do. You know, they have Richard Rodriguez. Last night it was Edgar Santana. But the guy I'm really encouraged about, and he was my preseason pick to kind of have a, bl- a breakout season, is Tyler Glass now. You know, I think once this kid got a little bit more confident, he's got what it takes to be a closer, if it comes to that. Now, I think that's a leap of faith right now that they're not willing to take, and they may be justified. But Tyler Glass now has everything it takes. Now, if he can just get his confidence even more uh, on the upbeat uh, with a 100-mile-an-hour arm, that's pretty good stuff. And he's shown the ability to get people now to chase his pitches without walking them as he did the last two years. Too many walks, too much lack of control, and I think it all stemmed from too little confidence. But he now is a guy that is making his way through the bullpen. Who knows where he'll end up? But still, they're better off if Vasquez can do it and do it the way he's capable of. But if that, for whatever reason, doesn't happen, call me at 412-928-9370. Who would be your choice at this point? We also had, uh, of course, the NHL situation going on with Game 3 tonight in Washington. First playoff uh, Stanley Cup final game there in 20 years. Vegas was outstanding, uh, I thought, in each of the first two games. And I thought Washington was too. But game two was all about, to me, Braden Holtby. There were key moments in that game two that led to Washington's win and deprived Vegas Golden Knights of going up two games to none. Five on three for over a minute, and they could not score. They had some legit cha- chances, but Braden Holtby stood up. And the save he made at the end of that game, when it looked like Alex Tuck had forced overtime, was one of the better saves given the stage that you will ever see. It was, it was a Frank Peterangelo type of save. It was one of those that you'll remember for a long period of time, especially if Washington should win this series. But it's 1-1 heading to Washington. The Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors. And this has been a big topic this week after J.R. Smith had a mental meltdown. And for those of you who didn't watch, last couple of seconds of the game, George Hill is fouled. If he makes two free throws, the Cavaliers go up by one with only four seconds left. He makes the first, but he misses the second, so the game is tied. But J.R. Smith, who has a history of not paying attention to the game, clearly felt that the game was not tied. He got an offensive rebound, which begs for a quick go-back-up-and-put-it-up shot. Instead, dribbled all the way back out to center court. You can see LeBron James trying desperately to get him to move the ball backwards, in fact, if, if LeBron wasn't there as the uh, cop, he might have gone the other direction and scored the winning hoop for Golden State. Wouldn't that have been funny? Because it looked like he was in that direction, like he had totally lost his mind. Now, afterwards, he looked even worse by saying that, no, he knew what it was. He was just trying to figure out a way to get a timeout. Well, come on. It's one thing to commit the mistake. It's worse when you can't admit you made it. And that's exactly what J.R. Smith did. So another topic I want to get into would be, what is your Pittsburgh moment for a J.R. Smith? A mental breakdown. And I know throughout the course of the week, guys on all the uh, fan radio shows probably brought this up as a topic, but I always think it's pretty fun fodder. Uh, There are some obvious ones and maybe not so obvious ones, but if you have one that comes to mind, call me at 412-928-9370. So that just sets the stage a little bit. Let's go out to the lines. we got Tom in Oakmont, who's our first caller this morning. Hello, Tom. How are you? Hey, uh, real good, Bob. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. Yeah, uh, Bob, this has been driving me crazy for uh, a while. I uh, I don't have any problem with the uh, number crunching and stuff. But when you bring a reliever in uh, and uh, he has a really nice, efficient uh, inning, he's really uh, looking sharp, he, uh, he retires the side in six or eight pitches, well, then, for God's sake, bring him in the next inning. and, and uh, Especially with a big league like that. I, I agree. You're talking about Kyle Crick the other night? Well, yeah, and 
Stewart and actually Glass now had two really nice innings, and I think I would have maybe given him another win there. I forget which. I think it might have been the same game. Yeah, I think there are certain. I think you're right about this, by the way, Tom. I think there are thank certain you. instances. Thank you. Thank where you. drives where, me crazy. <laughs> it drives me crazy too, because yeah. there are times where you should just throw away the book. Yes. You know, there's absolutely. no reason to always go by that book. Absolutely, absolutely. These those old timer uh, managers had those numbers were all in their gut. They 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 knew uh, they, you know they knew the pulse of the team at the, at the time. You know. All right, Tom. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, I agree with that. I think there was a time you do it, uh, just because it's ninth inning time. When you got a bigger lead than two runs, stick with the guy. He only Kyle Crick looked good in that eighth inning. Let him go until he gets into trouble. Every now and then, I don't find a problem with that. But managers today stick to this book, and I hate it at times. Let's go to Waynesburg. Next destination, we have Tom. Another Tom. Hey, Tom. What's up? Hey, Mike. Love the show. Hey, <laughs> I just can't. I can't fathom why Mike Tomlin he kicked it onside versus Jacksonville. I know our defense was terrible that game, but I'd much rather have Jacksonville's quarterback third and long situation with Ben possibly getting the ball back versus taking a chance on an onside kick. I mean, what are your thoughts with that? Well, I, I understand what you're saying, but this is a mental I'm – I'm, my conversation here, Tom, would be mental breakdowns. I don't know if that's a mental breakdown. That's more of a strategy decision that broke down. I I, I, I take it as a mental breakdown for Tomlin. I'm, uh, I have to respectfully disagree with you there. All right. Well, that's fine, and I understand it, but uh, I, I don't look at that. When it's in the course of a strategy and it's something you believe can happen, uh, I don't look at it that way. I'm talking more what we saw from Plexico Burris, speaking of Jacksonville. I think it was a Jacksonville game when he got he spiked the ball after not being tackled, and because he wasn't tackled in the NFL, you got to be touched. The ball's loose. He made a big completion, got up, spiked the ball in the middle of the field. That's a mental mistake and a big one. Uh, so, I mean, that's what I'm more talking about at 412-928-9370. Woody in the car is up right now. What's up, Woody? How you doing? I'm doing fine this morning. Hey, uh, if this is a Pittsburgh mistake. It was made by the referee in the uh, Thanksgiving Day game at uh, uh, Detroit. That was one of the big mistakes in, in uh, Pittsburgh Steelers history. Well, that's a referee mistake. I get it. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, also, that's why they changed the whole uh, way they do the coin toss. It doesn't. I never understood. Thanks, Woody, for the call. We're up against a break. But I never understood why they didn't do what they do now all the way from the beginning. In other words, ask someone, okay, you get to call it, heads or tails. And before you flip it, you, it always used to be in the air. And because Jerome sort of, I think he said both. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I, I, I remember how, how it was, but. I'm glad they do it this way. It alleviates all problems. 412-928-9370, what's your best uh, J.R. Smith moment for Pittsburgh? And is that J.R. Smith moment the worst mental breakdown that you've seen given the stage? We're talking about NBA Finals Game 1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.